Hello, and thank you for joining us today. My name is Stephen Beasley. I will be your host here on the Cypress Creek EMS podcast. Today, I'm joined by Chris and Megan. Hi, my name is Megan Spearman. I am an in-charge paramedic here at Cypress Creek. I'm also an FTO, a station captain, and adjunct uh, instructor with the paramedic class. Hi, my name is Chris Kahn. I'm an in-charge paramedic here at Cypress Creek also. So today, the three of us all had the chance to be at the ESD meeting, and we just wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about what transpired there and our takeaways from it. Um, so the big thing that they kind of led off the meeting with was that there would not be a termination of the contract with Cypress Creek EMS today. Didn't sound like it was the plan of the near future. It did not. Um, I think they actually, they talked about that the other date that they had given out the July 1st date, they were like, that's super far away. They were like, we're not anywhere near that right now. That, that July 1st date very much sounded like an arbitrary number that they gave in the event of worst case scenario, things terminate with Cypress Creek. We're not willing to work with them. That very much sounded like a, a worst case thing to have in place, but not anything that they were requiring. And they did um, start the meeting with the, the board president herself um, stating that it was her plan to, to keep working with Cypress Creek, um, which I think made me feel a lot better. Um, just you know, starting off the meeting that way. So they went from there into the public comment portion um, and had a couple fire chiefs, I believe, and a couple residents from ESD 11 that got up and talked. Um, the fire chiefs, what was it that they said? I think the fire chiefs, their, their biggest message was just in support of Cypress Creek, that they have always had such a solid relationship with Cypress Creek and that they feel the community benefits as well as they benefit from that working relationship and I think one of their big fears was trying to develop that bond with another agency coming in, uh, particularly some of the, the large corporations that seem to be outwardly at least focused on, on profits and not the community involvement that Cypress Creek has. Um, and the, the residents of the area, um, it seemed like it was a resounding, let's not go away from Cypress Creek. Yes, um, there were quite a few residents of our territory in addition to a couple residents that were presidents of their neighborhood associations and across the board all of them said we love having ccms in our area we live in this area because ccms is the responding 911 agency we have seen numerous benefits from them they have top-notch medics they have top-notch equipment we don't want to see them go anywhere and i think every one of them that spoke said if you go with someone else you will be doing a disservice to all of the taxpayers of CCEMS's area. There's actually one resident uh, that works for another EMS agency that made it very clear that she lives in district because of the care that we provide. Uh, her biggest concern was the, the transparency that everyone keeps harping on. That is what the board keeps saying that they're looking for within the company. And, and she had very clearly said that her concern was that if another agency came in, they'd be facing the same or worse problems. And at that point, you just do away with the relationship that you built with Cypress Creek in this area for so long. One of the residents had said, which made me chuckle a little bit, that, you know, he really appreciates the quality of care that we give and, you know, we pay extra attention to detail and things like that. And he said, we don't want a taxi service that is going to come to our neighborhoods and just pick us up and take <laughs> us to the hospital. He said he wanted to continue having the excellent care and the compassion that Cypress Creek uh, paramedics and EMTs bring. I think that that is definitely a culture that Cypress Creek has built in this area that, you know, especially nowadays, we might stay in play for a little bit, as we call it, but 
there are things that we are accomplishing in medicine that is being practiced right there on the scene. And it's not that way everywhere. And I don't, I don't know if everyone realizes that, um, we have some unique things that we're able to do here that not every agency is doing. I think for a lot of people, it's really easy to just create the perception that an ambulance is an ambulance is an ambulance. So for the community members to really understand what goes into Cypress Creek and what we can provide the community is absolutely phenomenal compared to anybody who is just a one size fits all type operation who comes in to cut numbers and boost stats. I think the, um, the news story from this past week of the gunshot victim that we had really emphasized like that there are things that we're able to do that you're just other services are starting to do, um, which is awesome. And I love it. But like we looked at many things in that call, we meaning Cypress Creek <laughs> looked at, I was not on that call, <laughs> looked at many things and said like, okay, if we do this here, then, you know, this agency can help us to do this. And it just, that call wasn't an outlier. That call is, is things that we are consistently doing here. Yeah, that's the great part about Cypress Creek. And I mean, I mean, I come from a, a much more rural area in Pennsylvania where these things just weren't feasible uh, at all. I mean, a bike team was not feasible and a, a tactical team was something that we made jokes of because, again, it just wasn't feasible. But I like that point you made. That is everyday medicine at Cypress Creek. That's not a rare exception. That could happen anytime, and, and hopefully somebody would have the same outcome as he did. So having that tangible relationship with the army having the blood products at our fingertips i just ran a call the other night uh, where we gave blood products and the trauma doctor didn't actually know that we had point of care testing for hemoglobin levels uh, the patient's hemoglobin dropped we gave blood and had a very great outcome for the patient so being able to communicate that out and make that the message and have people understand the capabilities and, and things go into that is just phenomenal i think that 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 is definitely something that the residents they were at the meeting new. Um, and I think that they did a really good job of communicating that to the board. It yeah. was very comforting to hear so many people. And I think it might've been like six Probably people six that seven. spoke and it was just comforting to hear people that we care for, or that has have had either CCMS respond to them or their neighbors say, Hey, we really appreciate these guys. We don't want them to go anywhere. To me, that was very heartwarming. And I was like, Oh, Hey, we are appreciated. They do get it. It was great. None, none of those statements were scripted. Nobody came together and said, well, this is what we want to say about Cypress Creek. We can just pull up these numbers. It was all one patient uh, was a wife of one of the people who spoke out. Somebody else was a neighbor. These were all firsthand experiences that they had. None of this was just uh, let's go out and support our local bake sale. This was all I benefited. My wife benefited from these people, and we don't want to lose that. And I think it was um, pretty, I don't know the word that I'm looking for. Uh, resounding that a fellow paramedic who works for another agency chooses to live in Cypress Creek's territory because of the care Cypress Creek provides. That's I think that phenomenal. says a lot, a lot about Creek. I know that now that I am in this industry, that's something that I look at. Um, and it was something that I looked at when I was buying my home. Um, I don't live in Cypress Creek's district. I live in ESD 48s, but for now they're doing pretty well over there too. And that was definitely a consideration that I never even thought of before. Same. Um, and like proximity to hospitals and, you know, things that, that I don't know that other people are thinking about. I'm yeah. like, the schools are okay, but my wife's a teacher. It's fine. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I, that was really cool to hear from somebody that didn't even other than 
living in district didn't have a stake in this. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty cool. Um, so some of the other things that were talked about is that, um, the ESD board wants to make sure that everything is completely clear on the books of who owns what. And they want to make sure that like, so ambulances that they bought, they want them to be titled in their name, which makes sense. I mean, usually the owner of a vehicle is the person that holds the title. Yeah, that's fair. I think some of the, the biggest things that I feel like need to be communicated out are just what, what are the gripes that the board has? What are their concerns? Because we keep hearing so much about the board says this or the board wants that. And, and without going to the meeting, I didn't have any skin in the game as far as being able to go to bat for what we're doing against that. I think their biggest things were the... Uh, the assets being whether that's monitors, stretchers, I don't know, whatever they wanted to to clarify, like you said, that purchasing uh, the ambulance and other things like that. It sounded very tangible. It didn't sound like these were some unrealistic goals to meet. I think they want accountability for inventory, and I think that they want transparency with numbers. And I think that as of late, they've been getting that. I think they're getting the information they want, and I think they're able to make decisions off of that. And honestly, that sounds like half of their concern is that they want to be able to contribute to the organization and have a say in what happens. And I think that's fair. I agree. I think that, that the steps that I saw at least today that were being taken, um, show that there could very well be a fruitful and amicable relationship between, you know, our board and theirs. Um, there were, there were nine other agencies that put in bids for the contract. And I believe every agency had a representative there to discuss that, to address concerns, whatever that might be. And they had every opportunity to pursue that today. And I think the only thing that came of that meeting was a scheduled another meeting to further mediate the differences and try and improve the relationship between Cypress Creek. I agree. And we had a new lawyer that is relatively new to the company. Uh, her name escapes me. Um, and she seemed very willing to work with the ESD's board members and such and facilitate any and all documents that they would need and she seemed very open and very willing to work with them and give them the answers that they're looking for i know one of the residents actually now that i'm thinking about it had said he was like you know there have been things that have happened in the past and they're in the past let's move forward i think he said this is a this is a perfect time to get a fresh start to start off whatever programs you need whatever accountability there has to be now is the time to build that relationship because I know personally, I am proud to work here. I love, I, I love working here. I love the people here. Yep. And I enjoy coming to work. Um, some days are a little rougher than others. <laughs> I think we all have had that moment. But Says the man that works at 510. It's a great place. Okay, you should come. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I think that working here has been a blessing to me. And I think the things that I saw today kind of put my mind at ease and made me think that that moving forward there's going to be some some amicable things that happen and I some agree. good things i think one of the comments that the one of the commissioners made that actually kind of put my mind at ease a little was he had said from the get-go he said i wish there was this level of turnout at all these other esd meetings i wish all these people came forward to say these great things about cypress creek and i'm glad that you guys are here now so to me that was something looking to the future that wasn't just too little too late at all that was very much this is what we want the discussion to be. This is who we want here. And we want everyone who's got skin in the game to have their voices heard. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was Commissioner Brost that said that. And I agree with him. I think that it is 
great that the community came out and the community was outspoken about this topic. Like it's, it's near and dear to all of us. Yeah. Um, and it was really cool to know that it's near and dear to them too. Well, even one of the other commissioners very much wanted to make it a point of his that they are not dissatisfied with the care that Cypress Creek is providing. They are not dissatisfied with the, the field staff, the paramedics, the supervisors, their biggest upset was the communication of numbers and the reassurance that assets uh, were inventoried properly from the way they had spoken. So not one person in that entire meeting throughout the entire process had anything negative to say about boots on the ground, about the changes that we're making, about the positive that we're doing in the community. So that was another thing that was reassuring. It wasn't a, a systemic thing. It was, here's what we want, and we're happy with the way things are going otherwise. And I think there was also the the point where they said, you know, every proposal that was turned in, I think they said every proposal, um, just about at least. Yeah. Uh, All the ones that mattered. Said that they would want to hire field staff, um, which, you know, for the people that are, are a little nervous, <laughs> that should be somewhat of a reassurance. But <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that we definitely, we're okay right now. I think that. we're in good shape. I felt a lot of positive things come from that meeting. I agree. Mm-hmm. And we will be taking questions. Um, we'll get that link sent out. And we're going to try to answer some of those questions in some following podcasts. And we're looking forward to having some board members from both boards participate, um, as well as trying to get some more field staff kind of rotated through as we're able to start doing that more now. Um and get some more people on here and hear some more opinions. Um, we have some cool things coming up soon from Dr. Studer. Um, he's got a couple topics that he would love to talk about. Um, we got some cool stuff down the pipeline for the podcast. So keep tuning in and keep listening and have a great day. Bye. Take care. <laughs>